spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Broads, this episode is sponsored by Luminous. Recently, I've been applying my makeup with the Luminous airbrush system, and I am so happy. It cuts my getting ready time in half, and it looks flawless if I do say so myself. Luminous is a completely touchless way to put on your foundation quickly and easily with just air. No brushes, sponges, or fingertips. It makes everyday application a breeze. So whether you're updating your beauty routine because you're headed back to the office or you're just looking for a better, faster way to put on your foundation, we've got good news. Right now, if you go to breezeairbrush.com slash chatty, you'll receive 50% off their airbrush makeup system plus free shipping. That is a deal. A great deal. And because you're a listener, there is a special free gift included just for you. That's 50% off plus free shipping when you go to breezeairbrush.com slash chatty. Don't forget you get 30 days to experience airbrush in your own home or send it back for a full refund. And this episode is also brought to you by Wondery Broads. Believe it or not, I listen to podcasts all the time because apparently recording one every week just is not enough. But I really do have a new favorite I cannot stop listening to. And that is Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Riviera. Can I just say I love all of Wondery's shows. I absolutely the love best. this series. The They're best. amazing. If you're a reality TV obsessed like we are, you're not going to want to miss this show. Harsh Reality reveals how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout from the show There's Something About Miriam impacted the lives of the contestants and the rules of reality television forever. Early, juicy. So juicy. Early 2000s reality TV was wild, but even for the new millennium, the story of this show will take you on some unexpected twists and turns and bring to light a lot of important topics about gender, sexuality, and reality TV's role in it all follow harsh reality the story of miriam rivera on apple podcasts amazon music or you can listen early and uh for free by joining wondry plus in apple podcasts or the wondry app and welcome to another episode of chatty broads with becca and jess Well, hi, Becca, in person. Hi. <laughs> We're back together. Like, we haven't seen each other actually in this might have weeks. Been, this might have been since the actual, like, the heaviness of the pandy when we were, you know, doing Zoom for, like, months. This might have been the longest since I haven't seen you. Could be. Maybe person. Christmas. Maybe, but even so, like, think about it. We, last year, Tasha's finale landed on... Like a few days before Christmas. They hate us. And then we did it like a week later. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been like three weeks. I know. It's been literally like three weeks, I, I think. And you're feeling Holy better. Shit. Oh my God. I just am praising the Lord every day for the breath inside my body and the ability <laughs> to walk around and eat. You're and, like, life uh, is good. Life is beautiful. I'm like soaking it all up. The sunshine, dude, the cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being quarantined for the straight smell up. smell of grass. <laughs> <laughs> The like, smell of this fake grass. <laughs> you make my dreams come true. I'm like, hey, everybody, hey. Um, yeah, no, feeling good. How's your mouth? Um, you know, we're slow, slowly but surely. <laughs> I can hear your mouth. 
I'm still packed full. Dude, I called I called Becca yesterday and I was like, I'm gonna do my best, but they had to repack my situation, so I might sound kind of funny. And I'm like constantly adjusting Dude. my mouth. They basically looked at it and they're like, it was such a bad like infection and dry socket that they're like, this is just gonna take a long time to heal. So I every like three days have to go to the dentist and have them like redress it and whatever. Okay, sorry you're going through that. And honestly, the worst part, it's not the pain and all that. It's the when they redress it, like whatever they use, that taste like drips in your mouth. Oh, bro. For about 24 uh, hours. Uh, and it it's it uh, burns and it tastes it's like antiseptic. So, uh, it's like really intense clove and something. And it just it's like someone took a bottle of like some very strong cologne and just like dumped it in your mouth. And you're just like, Bleh. Are you excited to get into mental all today. It's a decent mental you know i usually I, hate them i cannot lie to you it was one of the more entertaining ones i've seen there they was, kept it moving there was they kept it moving and there was a lot of drama yeah lots of drama and, and i didn't feel like it lingered too long on any drama no really i guess i was just surprised how much drama there was because the season felt again <laughs> there were so many i guess maybe just so many of the guys in general are so mature but there, ha- there were those couple villains that I yes. was like, oh, I forgot how many villains this season had. And so they were just able to like be like, this villain's here, this villain's here, this villain's here. Like, I forgot about, I feel like, oh my God, there's Jamie. Oh my God, I for- oh no, I forgot about everyone. And there's Chris and there's Martin and there's Peter and Will. It's like, oh, and then I forgot about Ryan. Ryan, I know. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I, I was, con- <laughs> okay, well, we're going to get into a second. We have a, we have a, uh, another sponsor we have to share about real quick, then we're getting right into it. Yes, yes. Okay, broads, in the last few years, we've learned so much more about health. Research shows that one of the keys to a healthy life is a healthy gut. And one of the keys to a healthy gut is probiotics. And if you have type 2 diabetes, then you need to check out Pendulum Glucose Control. It's the first and only medical probiotic clinically shown to help manage type 2 diabetes. And if you've struggled to manage your blood sugar levels in the past with just diet and exercise, paying attention to your gut microbiome Maybe just what you need. Uh, pendulum glucose control makes it so you can finally control your levels, not the other way around. If you or someone you love has type 2 diabetes, take control of glucose levels with pendulum glucose control. Use code chatty at pendulumlife.com to get 20% off all products. That's pen, P E N D U L U M life.com, pendulumlife.com, promo code chatty for 20% off. Okay, um, so before we get into the mental yeah. all, I do have to tease something for our next episode. What? Broads. A lot of you may know that oh. I went <laughs> yes. I went to San Diego this weekend uh, for uh, Stefan Lovegrove, who we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago, who's just absolutely lovely. His big party that was like pretty much Bachelor alumni. So I rolled in there and I... As batch adjacent queen, batch adjacent, um, I learned a lot of tea. Can you share any tidbits on the next episode? Small, tiny tidbits. Yes, I can share. Okay, yes. I can. I can share some tidbits on the next episode. Okay. Obviously, you know, you don't want to. There was there was conversations and there's privacy involved, and I don't want to do that. But I definitely can share some tidbits. There were some things that I personally learned myself that I was surprised about, uh, quite surprised. Um, but more than anything, I may I am so embarrassed by a few of my actions at this party and i just can't wait to discuss it with you becca because broads i haven't told becca about anything yet and i'm like just i'm so humiliated i've been being (laughs) teased all week i've been texting becca and i'm like why i can't believe i am the way i am 
Um, so please Thursday. stay tuned because there's tea and there's embarrassment uh, all about myself and also just getting to know some of these people. Yeah. So yeah. some fun behind the scenes moments. I can't wait. You know. <laughs> um, also, I just wanted to say this because yes. this just really stood out in my brain and I saw someone post this. And it was like someone, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, I forget who posted it originally because it was like a post of someone's post that I saw. But then I can't find it. So I don't know if I got, got taken down because it's not accurate. But someone posted a video of, while some of us were in San Diego, another crew of the Bachelor folk were, I think, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And there was this moment where it's like Pilot Pete, Tyler... Michael, Justin, a group of bachelor guys, and they're all doing shots and cheering and someone's filming and they're all about to cheer and cheers. And as they're cheering, Tyler Cameron, you hear him just go to Hannah. And then like Michael rolls his eyes and is like, oh, my God. And like Pete's like awkwardly laughing. And I just wanted to say this. (laughs) This brought a new interesting dynamic into my dimension because when you're a guy who's as famous as Tyler Cameron, who, I mean, let's be honest, can really date whoever he wants Mm -hmm. right now, and you're uh, so bothered by the things that Hannah Brown said and so caught up in that that you're cheersing her publicly with the camera showing, there's other layers we're not seeing here. I also think that that uh, off camera, they were probably all talking shit. Oh, I'm sure they were. But the fact is, the other guys are aware that there's a camera. And Tyler is so bothered by what Hannah said. And we saw a clip of him um, from like a while ago where he was like, we'll see what, how she writes about me in, my, in, in her book. I didn't write rude things about her yeah. in mine. I have receipts. And I'm like, prove it, Tyler, if you really have receipts. You don't. Let's be real. I think he does. You I'm, think I'm, so? I think he does. I think he does. I think he does. See, I feel like the way that he was bothered is I'm like, oh, she called you out on your bullshit and no one's called you out on your bullshit in Bachelor Nation for the past two and a half years. And you've been a god and you actually got some shit qualities (laughs) and you got called out and you can't let it go. I think that's definitely true. However, because of other things we heard, I think that Hannah Brown has never had a moment of anyone really. Well, actually. (laughs) Okay, that was a little different. Having to do with relationships with other people in Bachelor Nation. People and no one in Bachelor Nation has ever really know none of the guys. And let's be real. She's dated around in Bachelor Nation a bit. No more so than any of the other men or anyone. I feel like she went through, though, kind of the ringer because there was the Jed thing and then he was cheating. And then she tried to pursue Pilot Pete and then he like apparently hooked up with her and then ditched her and was like talking to her. Yeah. About, I feel like True. she's True. Tyler Cameron has literally lived like the ideal existence in Bachelor Nation. But this is the thing about it, too. I'm like, OK, she was including that stuff. But then, you know, she they were also traveling. Then there's some there's other shit, though, that we're not getting, because then four months later, they're traveling across the country during a pandemic to I hang know. out with each other. I know. That's why I have this weird, like, 50 50 feeling where yeah. I'm like, because it seems to bother him so much. Yeah. I think it's half because no one's called him out and he's finally yeah. getting called out well, for yeah. something. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. And it's like it's like, the, you know what it is? It's the type of person who on Instagram and you see it constantly with influencers 
the type of person who gets who is somewhat controversial, who you know gets crazy DMs all the time, they never talk about the fact that they get crazy DMs. The person who isn't controversial and never gets a rude DM, the one time that they'll get kind of like, a, I didn't really like how you did this, they'll post it and talk about it for like two hours. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like Tyler Cameron doesn't get that. He only gets True. like thirst True. DMs, right? True. And this is now the thing, it's just like burning in his brain. And I also think, think he has... He ha- has bigger feelings for Hannah than was let on. I do kind of agree with that. Right? But I also I think, think that... he still has thoughts for Hannah and it Ooh. drives him crazy that she's happy in a relationship. Uh, that could be true. She might be the one that got away. Also, though, I do think that he could have receipts. <laughs> I think they could have receipts, but he is smart enough to know or he has a smart team who is like, dude, you will look so fucking bad because people love Hannah so much. Yes. If you do come out and say anything back like you're gonna look it's not gonna be very, good for you very true very true but i like to think that there's also more drama on the other side. This, I, is my, this is my I, wishful thinking i know there's more drama on the other side and that was the moment that and i i we i feel like we felt it in our bones and that was all that i needed to convince me if he's cheersing, he's at a party packed in Miami with right. beautiful women, his friends, and he's doing a he's shot pissed. to Hannah. It's in his brain. It's all he thinks about. It's all he thinks about. It is. And I was alive. I was like, yes, this is all I needed to know. That There's so much drama behind the scenes that's not talked about. Now, I would wonder, though, that who's is more. So- <laughs> Isn't that like, like petty? But also you're just like, oh, it bugs you so much. Totally. Like if one of my exes did that and was like, Tabeka, I'd be like, you son of a bitch, you're obsessed with me. I know, I would go to sleep (laughs) smiling. I'd be like, he's in love. He's still in love. Sorry about it. Like there's no way Hannah Brown did not see that clip (laughs) and see Peter there and Tyler there cheersing about her and being like, I won. That is so funny. Now I wonder who's more loved in Bachelor Nation though, honestly, like Hannah or Tyler. Part of me would almost think Tyler hasn't had any, there's been like, well, I guess the COVID when they were doing the COVID parties, he got eh, some backlash, but like, so. that probably wasn't even from his fans, probably just from other people. Cause I think even Hannah during her season still had people like she had a lot of, I remember she had a lot of, uh, you know, conservative individuals, like we're disappointed in you for like declaring, you know, talking about your sexuality so publicly. Oh, yeah. So she did get heat. Well, and then, of course, she went through all of her stuff last year. Uh, yeah. But and that but that does speak volumes to her fanship after all of that drama and stuff. She still has a legion of obsessed people, not to mention her book made the New York Times bestseller. I don't believe his did. I mean, that in and of itself to me. But granted, I think she put more juicy shit in it, too. I think his was like how to love yourself. Hers was a little more of a tell all. She Hannah Brown did what we all wanted from Bachelor books, which really none of them have done. Yeah. They haven't given the Bachelor books have all kind of been like biographies, just like I when I was a girl and like we're like, nobody cares. We just want the juicy. tea, And she actually gave she actually delivered. with that. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you said that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know if that does. I do think I, I think she I think he has people who fawn over him, but I think she has more legit fans, you know, yeah. who love Hannah. I don't think people really like like they love Tyler's body. They think he's hot. <laughs> yeah. But if the minute if he did something shitty, people would be like, uh, you know, because yeah. it's like the, the fanship doesn't run as deep as with Hannah. Yeah. You know, people are ride or die for her. 
I really think he made some massive mistakes not really pursuing modeling right after the show. Like, he clearly had an in with Gigi, and I feel like Tyler Cameron would be a fantastic runway model for certain, like, and he could have gone there. He photographs so beautifully. I'm like, if you would have gotten to that other dimension, then your fame knows no bounds. Yeah. And you have a, you know, like, even more millions and millions of fans. But I feel like he was there for a second and then he just kept hanging out with Matt and they just kept partying. And I I'm think, like, yeah. Or if he had played his cards right in on Paradise and had gotten like engaged to someone. Oh, my God. Forget it. It would have been, oh. you know, five million followers, whatever. I mean, he could have been The Bachelor. Yeah. And he shut that down. I don't know if he would have. No, nah, he probably would have come out looking good enough. Probably. He, it's not like he talks He's too much. He's a nice. He seems like a charming guy, you know. But who knows? Who knows? Now, on the flip side, uh, apparently our new Bachelor, which we got a little preview of his season um, <laughs> in the Men Tell All. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, also, I have to... Sorry, yeah, before no, I forget, please, real quick. Please. We're going to come back to that. But re- real quick, when you say Michael, you're talking about Michael the dad? Yeah, Michael okay, the dad. Okay, he is... I, I'm sorry. He is everywhere with bachelor people. I know. I'm like, what are you doing? He's living his life. I'm all about it. I'm like, honey, like... I can't imagine being a single parent. True. And I'm like, that's, you know, mama likes to go out and party. What's his son's name? I forget. I'm so sorry, Michael. But I was alive that he, when they did that toast, he literally turned around and rolled his eyes and like walked away. He was like like children. I do like, I do like that. (laughs) I just think he's, I just think he's better than bachelor people. Mike, why are you hanging out with all these douchey frat boys? You're more than this. And Michael... Michael was cute on the season, but remember how he just kept getting sexier and he sexier? Did. Yeah. I just think I'm like, run with a you could you could run with a better crowd. I thought maybe he was gonna be the next bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently we've gotten the rumor is that they that ABC has listened to the complaining of the people. To our episode. Yeah, of course. You yeah, know, they yeah, haven't fully yeah. dialed in. Um, that the people are like, hey, first of all, why Clayton? And also now, why another Bachelor season back to back? Why aren't we just getting back to our regularly scheduled programming? Mm. Seems like the um, higher powers, the powers that be have listened. And it doesn't look like we're going to have that back to back Bachelor episode. Yeah. Which is the right call. You know, it's just too much Bachelor. What have you guys been doing? Also, just like the Bachelorette is better. Yeah. And so it's just like two bachelor seasons. Like, oh, so they listened. So anyway, Clayton's preview. Uh, yeah. What do you have okay. To say about it? So what I have to say is this. Um, yes, of course, there is one moment in there where he apparently at a rose ceremony decides to look at the final women <laughs> and tell them that he's been intimate with all of them, which is like, why are we having like a group discussion about this? <laughs> The honesty, the transparency. You know, he's not leaving anything to the imagination. But I'm like, everyone doing this whole, the song and dance of like, this is going to be the most dramatic season ever. And then like, you won't believe your eyes in this preview. I'm like, again, this preview, all you have is that moment. Yeah, I believe my eyes about everything else that I saw. (laughs) Yeah. Like nothing else <laughs> could have predicted it. There was nothing in that preview. We did didn't. He, did he use that? What's the what was the exact verbiage he used? Also, 
I don't have it written down, but he said he was, he's like, I have to be honest. Like I was intimate with you both last night. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of crazy. You got to admit that is, that is crazy. That's crazy that he literally said that. And also like, what's the context last night? I mean, this is that is that's a little true. wild. That's like last juicy. night, but do, what, what what's the context? <laughs> the fantasy suites are usually like two nights apart. Maybe he said I was intimate with you both this week, okay. but I thought he said last night. Roll Shit, the tapes. Because he just said last night. That is a little juicy. That is kind of wild. That is wild. You know, in mad respect. Um, but I. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what happens. It's at crazy. a rose ceremony, yeah, that's dude. Crazy. That's. That's wild. Now, you know, I'm wondering if that's how just Colton will be. Like, Colton will say... Colton! God damn it. (laughs) It's never... It's the same. Yeah. I just can't... I will never get it right. It's Clayton. 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 Clay. Moldable. Yes. Yes. Clayton. Clayton. If that is your real name. (laughs) If that is your real name. Um... I, I feel like he will be the type of guy who says wild shit unintentionally. Yeah, definitely. Where producers will be like, I think it'd be a good idea if you were <laughs> honest with them right now. And he'll be like, sounds good. exactly." And then he'll just say it. And he's like not trying to harm or hurt anyone, but he just trust that the producers have his best. You know, interest. they like have some therapist. It's a fake therapist. Who's, oh. You know, you're like, it's best to just tell them exactly what's going on. And he's like, Yes. You know? She just pushes up her glasses and she's just like, Clayton, it's time to just rip off the band-aid. And he's like, sounds good. And you can kill two birds with one stone if you have them both in the same place, talking to both of them at once. Yeah. It's just going to be more time efficient. Honestly, on probably for them, they'll probably prefer it because they'll they'll have each other to grieve with. Yeah. Like, they'll be their own emotional support. Like, they'll be able to hold each other up emotionally. So, like, you're actually really doing them a favor if you do it in front of both of them with the cameras on. And Clayton's just like... Yes, that is how humans interact. Sounds good. <laughs> We've got another alien situation. It's a full-blown alien situation. But other than that moment, the preview was nothing but girls running <laughs> and him kissing everyone. We didn't see any drama. Yeah. Like I'm like, when's the last time we didn't see a preview with like people screaming at each other or, yeah, or even Matt's the, the taglines were just like she entertains men for money you know like yes. you've got you've got little things where like whoa whoa or like fence jumping or slamming a door there was no drama in there except for that moment where or Clayton's being like, like I was intimately with, with the cameras being like no yeah, you know, like, get the fuck out of my face yeah. nothing like that <laughs> nothing it was just montages of the girls looking hot and Clayton being like intimacy that that was it <laughs> So I, I'm like, I just think it's going to be a really boring season. And I, you know, you never know again who's going to be on the show. So it's like on the on the women's side, it's like, oh, maybe there'll be some wild characters on this side of it. But I don't think so because I feel like we would have seen them. Yeah. In either of the two previews. Yeah, we didn't yeah, see yeah. anything. And this preview was supposed to blow our minds. Let's just talk about Michelle's preview, though, for the rest, for the, for the thing real quick. Talk about, now that, now talk about excitement. Right? I got excited. I got hyped for next week. I got hyped for next week. I was like, oh, shit. And I think that we were right. I think we were right. Remember how we were like, it's been a little slower. And I think the end's going to fuck with us. 
I mean, it could go, you know, I haven't seen this in a while. You know, dude, we didn't see this with (sighs) we didn't see this with Katie season. We did. I mean, that like, duh, we didn't see it with Katie season. Who was before Katie? Um, Matt. Of Matt, it was like obvious. Every Rachel, whatever. Well, and but also both Katie's and Matt's both had unusual endings. Yeah, but they, so they didn't feel the the ending. We still knew it was who they were ending up with. I know, but it was weird because like they didn't have like the final two. Yeah, like how they normally do, oh, where yeah. tension is True. building. It's just kind of like we knew it was going to happen, and but, so it just felt slow. At well, the end. and the thing is, we knew it weeks before. We knew it with Katie. We knew it with Matt. We knew it with Tasha. We knew it with Claire. Who was before them? Pete? Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> that, that was... That, what an ending. No. But that was years ago, you know, that whatever. That was years ago. But, so we haven't had this in a long time where I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. how is this gonna end? I have no idea. Well, I will say with Taisha, I we weren't 100% sure True, who was gonna but, be, but it wasn't... Um, it didn't look as like dramatic as what's gonna go down. No, but it, uh, when was the last time we really thought it could go... Any of three ways. Like, Gray thinks it's going to be Nate. You know, like, I think it's going to be Brandon. Like, oh, no, no, no. Gray thinks it's going to be... Anyway, Joe? we don't agree. Okay. But, like, pe- you know, it could be any of the three. It really could. Yeah, it really could. What do you think happens? Girl, I do not know. Like, you know, I was pretty, like, it's going to be Nate. And then you really, really... Well, also the show and her connection with yeah. Brandon. But you also really got me on that Brandon hype train last week where yeah, I'm like, yeah, maybe yeah. it is Brandon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel... I don't think it's Joe. I think it's between Brandon and Nate. <sighs> Just off of the preview alone. I I, I think... Or maybe it's Joe I think Brandon. It's definitely Brandon's top two. From the preview, I really, I think Brandon's to- at least top two. I don't think he goes home after the fantasy suite because it looked like, it looked like Nate is the drama where there's pro like they've got, he's trying to cause some issues with the guys. I think he goes home after fantasy suites. I do. Nate. I do. But we saw him talking to her parents, which makes it seem like he's top two. Fuck. And his, and Did her. Did we see anyone else talking to the parents? I don't think so. Ah, what? What if she gets rid of all of them and it, it's a Blake thing again? Nah. But yeah, his mom is like, oh, her mom. Woo. Her mom was like, come in I hot. Don't, I don't think you're ready. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and then, but then we see uh, Michelle's dad being like, I'm worried that he's going to be a jealous type of guy. And we saw now that all of a sudden there's drama stirring amongst the three guys, Nate for the, we're seeing Nate sweat for the first time. He's realizing that it's not just him there. And it's like, oh shit, she's got a connection with these other two. So is he the one, because they've done this to Nate before. They've tried to make Nate seem like with the whole Chris situation, like he was going to have this confrontation and he's always been calm, cool and collected. So is Nate the one in the ITMs being like, I'm nervous and I'm realizing that's me and I'm going to show these guys. And then one of the other guys reacts to him. We've seen Joe and Brandon, both Joe and Brandon, by the way, have been fantastic and like level headed the entire time. But like when we were watching clips last night from Mentel, I remembered I was like, oh, yeah, there was a moment with Joe and Brandon when they were like confronting Jamie or one of the other guys where they were getting a little more like, excuse me. And and I feel like Nate's been the one. So part of me is like, oh, maybe 
Brandon or Joe are who the dad's talking about. And oh then the mom God. thinks that Nate's not ready. So what if the top two, one parent kind of has a problem with one and the other parent kind of has a problem with the other one or they don't care for either of them? Well, and then, you know, you see her at the at the, the the final thing. She's like, what am I doing? You know, like when she's standing there. Oh, also. The rose. Yes. Final rose. You know, she's like, what am I doing or something? Also, something like I don't know how I'm forgetting the fact that Brandon has met the parents already. So you know you already have an emotional attachment. Like, I know I would if I was a parent and I had a sweet moment with this guy. You've been thinking about him. You know, you're like, I wonder if we're gonna if he's going to be, you know, if we're going to uh-huh. see him again, you know. So I could see either, let's just say Brandon goes home next week so he doesn't meet the parents. Maybe dad has a, thinks one is going to be jealous, mom thinks Nate's not ready. But if Brandon is in top two, then maybe they both have a problem with who's left because they're like, we like Brandon and there's going to be trouble in paradise with Michelle and her family where she's like, maybe I'm more into this guy and mom and dad are like, no, we like the other one. Well, and she says, uh, maybe I'm more into, maybe I'm more into him. I I think that's about Joe. Yeah. 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 Because, because I feel like it either is about Joe or Nate. It's obviously not about Brandon. No, no, no. But I feel like Nate's been pretty vocal. And Joe, maybe because Joe's a little more quiet, it's a little more like, I could see Joe sitting with her family and then being like, do you like her even? Because he's just not super comfortable expressing himself right away. So next week is the finale. And then we have after the final rose the week after? No, next week is Fantasy Suites. And then <sighs> the week after that is the um, finale and after the final rose. How dare they? Do you think we're going to see someone? I need to know next week. Like, I need all the information next week. I'm going to be on pins and needles. Okay. I actually don't know. I haven't seen anything. Like, are there spoilers out there that exist about who she ends up with? I have seen, which by the way, I w- would like to send a formal shout out in two ways. Number one, I don't check my DMs too much anymore, but I will say I haven't gotten a spoiler from anyone that I've seen I haven't seen gotten so a spoiler far. on anything. Thank you so much, broads. You all, you know us, you see us, you love us, we appreciate yes, you. Yes. Second, the Bachelor accounts that I follow who used to kind of like more openly post spoilers now they um they'll be like click this link to find out about the spoiler and it'll just have the headline so you can easily pass it so i've seen a couple times a thing that says who's michelle's final pick what happens in the end da 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 with a link so i'm pretty sure it's out there's there a, there's a spoiler out there unless again the title was misleading you know how they can do that yeah. sometimes but i've seen that but okay. I haven't I haven't seen any spoilers. Usually, like in almost every season that we've recapped, I've seen something that's an accidental spoiler about like someone who goes home week five or whatever. Like yeah, I something have not, random. I haven't seen I'm I'm honestly, I haven't seen any spoiler for anything. I think it's because like I unfollowed all bachelor things too. Mm-hmm. Um because cause sometimes it would even be like someone in the comments, you know, and you'd accidentally see, so I'm just like, I'm yeah, just gonna unfollow I everything. I don't read the comments just because of that. <sighs> but I still follow all like all the bachelor yeah. accounts, but they've all really like done this great job now of like having it because it used to be like you'd have the Insta story and it would be like um, which is then why I wasn't following them for a while, is it'd be the Insta story and it would be like final pick, uh, spoiler ahead. And then I'd swipe out of it. But then later it in the day, it would pop up and you'd like, accidentally ah! click on it. I know. And that happened one time. What's, whose season was it? But it wasn't like, um, thank goodness, it wasn't a final, the final person. It was something like, you know, top five yeah. or something like that. And we were like a week. I don't remember what it was. But now they've really honed in their craft. It's beautiful I'm to see. I'm tempted. 
I'm being tempted. Don't do it. I won't. Don't I, won't. Do I, won't. It. Oh, I won't. But okay. <laughs> even though, even though, once you hit, once next week's episode's over, and you know it's the top two, then like right no. before the episode, no. you could. Okay, don't, 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 don't. don't I'm not, I won't. Me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Also, also, I feel like even if you know, you still don't know what I know. The drama, and, and that's or, what I or after the final rose. Well, and that's what I don't like either with the spoilers. That's why I'm like, I just need to have self control because. Yeah, you're, and then you're like waiting for something to happen, and then it's just ugh, no, just gonna watch it organically. Yes. Okay, Brad's quick pause until we yeah, officially yeah, yeah, dive into talking about So here at Chatty Brad's, Becca and I, we are women. You know, we feel like we're women of many, many. talents, right? Many talents, but of course, one in particular is that we can turn just about any day between Halloween and New Year's Day into a cause for celebration. Really? We love a party. And with Christmas coming up and all the different holidays coming up, there's going to be a lot of celebrating going on, which means that my cupboards are going to be fully stocked and ready with First Leaf Wine Club. Yeah, and also this is great for holiday parties for, you know, you can, yes. you can bring, you can be that, the host gift. Yeah, you, know. you bring in like the nice bottle of wine for First Leaf and people are like, ooh, yeah, la, la, what's yeah, this yeah, about? Yeah. And I'm just like, let me educate you. Well, and we're fully stocked with wines that are curated to our taste too. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a gift for the host, but it's really a gift to ourselves once the host opens sure. it up at the party. You know? BYOB. Anyway. <laughs> um, First Leaf's the only club that creates a custom wine print for each member and maps their portfolio of wines to each person's preference. So basically the more wines you taste, the more specific each order gets. Which sounds like a good deal to me. Mm-hmm. Once I signed up for First Leaf, my wine world expanded dramatically. And that's a fact. Uh, First Leaf was able to figure out my taste based on all my feedback and actually introduced me to all types of wine that I would have never picked up in the store. And I ended up loving. Um, I've even discovered a few new favorites through my First Leaf Wine Club deliveries that now I can, when I go into a store or whatever, I can actually like be like, I know I love that bottle. Thank love you, First you. Leaf. Yeah. First Leaf, the wine club designed to help you discover new wines you'll love, personalized to your taste and delivered to your door. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty for six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Here's a toast to firsts. May you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last. Mm -hmm. Tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Such a good deal too. Great bottles of wine. Um, So Broads, for a long time, I had the wrong idea when it came to picking out shoes. I, like a lot of people, thought that looking good and feeling good were two separate things and that you could only have one, but not both. But then I started wearing Rothy's and realized you really can have it all. Rothy's is making the world's most comfortable, stylish, and durable shoes that we just cannot get enough of. I mean, let's start with comfort. It's almost unbelievable. From the first time I put on any pair of Rothy's, it feels like they were made for my foot. There's no break-in period. I can wear my Rothy's for a full day of running around with the kids or a day of, you know, work. Either way, my feet feel equally great at the end of the day. But like we said, Rothy's aren't just comfortable. They're so freaking cute. I love the point. It's like their everyday classic Mm -hmm. slip-on flat that works with pretty much every single outfit. But they also have a ton of other cute options like sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, Mary Janes, so many more. Mm, I love the sneakers. And of course, uh, we save the best for last, the durability. Every pair of Rothy's is 100% machine washable. Like, are you kidding me? 
It's so good. Instead of tossing out or replacing your shoes after a few months of wear, toss them in the wash and they come out looking brand new every time. I love this, especially with like the lighter colored shoes. It's amazing. Um, And the kids shoes. I've had some of my oldest Rothy's for over a year and they still look almost new and have so much wear in them. It's just the best. Win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash chatty with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. 20 bucks off your first purchase. It's a great deal. Mm. Okay, let's get into the actual mental hall now. So let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Topics. You, Will and Peter. Will and Peter. Ryan. Ryan. Uh, Jamie. Jamie. Martin. Rick. Yeah. Rodney. There's, yeah, there's just a few things to discuss with the sweethearts of the season. Yeah, but not, mostly, not much. Mostly the drama. Mostly the villains. And then also we have to talk briefly about uh, Tasha. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, first of all, I do want to t- uh, start out by saying that Casey really got his moment on the men tell all. Casey got his moment as well as Romeo. Romeo got his moment? <laughs> Romeo and was... Casey got his moment. And I was like, two of maybe my more favorite guys from the season who we never barely saw. PJ got a small moment as well. Oh my God, PJ got, got his some moments. moment. He got some moments. There was a moment when PJ was looking at Michelle and like, he said, he's like, I just want to thank you for like using your platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the way yeah. he was looking at her and I was like, Michelle, do you regret sending him home? Because look at him, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> and look at him is just like, just taking a moment to like calm the room and like see you. And I was just like, PJ, Do you think they'll put him on paradise? I don't know. I mean, it would be a wise choice. Yeah. But I don't know. I definitely feel like we saw our paradise players last night. They came. Mm-hmm. A spoken word, dude. Was he there? No. He had a gig. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Michelle, the <laughs> way that you talk is like the most beautiful starry night that I have never seen in my backyard. The way that I like a pluck of grass from a blade from the sky shining down is like what your heart is to me. I'm like, oh my God, Yo, brother. Man, he must have really had something going on because <laughs> you know he wouldn't have missed that. He would have written a full spoken word poem for it and been like prepared. Like each person. He, oh, would have been, like, he would have been like giving it to the producers beforehand. He's like, I want to read this for Michelle when she comes out. Maybe they were like, he would have um, had. <laughs> maybe he presented the poem to them like a few days before for review and they were like, we're going to have to. We're going to s- keep you in your trailer. Yeah. <laughs> They just they tell him, him like, oh, 15 and 10 and 10. Oh, it's over. Sorry. He probably had something prepared for Jamie. Jamie, your deflection is a reflection <laughs> of the pain that is so deep within. You know, whatever. We missed out. Oh, God bless you. Damn. Chris, God bless you. Chris ya. G. Chris G, I think. <laughs> what, a missed, what a missed opportunity for Chris G. <laughs> opportunity. As he would say it. Um, okay, so yeah, some of the people I totally forgot about, like Ryan and Chris, I was like, oh, oh, ja- Jamie, I honestly had forgotten about. I was like, I Jamie I was the one I kind of remembered, but everyone else I forgot. I died how they were keeping Jamie backstage. I mean, <laughs> it that was unbelievable. They're like, keep him. <laughs> and then he comes strolling out. Just smiling. And oh it was just my like, god! And he was just like, just everybody looks beautiful today. Everybody looks lovely. I'm like they've kept this guy in the back the whole time. I'm like, come on. 
I just, I uh, once again was like simultaneously hating him and feeling bad for him. I get so confused when it I comes know. to Jamie. I understand that. Now, I will tell you this. I, who I wanted them to keep in the back because I find him to be a true to the core villain was Martin. Dude, okay, they did not. Martin should have been in the hot seat. Why didn't Martin get a hot seat, Becca? Like, I don't understand. I was getting agitated watching it. Like, put the man in a hot seat. I was what getting, the fuck? Like, the way that he responded to Michelle in the episode, too, I was like, um, why is this man not front and center getting roasted? Dude, he's just quietly in the back. Okay, yeah, no. We'll get to that. Okay, <laughs> Will and Peter, which is where we started. I'm going to be real with you, like, like to the tips of my toes, absolutely tickled by the way that they did this <laughs> to the tips of my toes. I mean, to the very end where they ended up hugging it out after the pizza, Which like is, the end of the episode. Just ridiculous. Absolutely Which is, by ridiculous. the way, all I wanted for like a Peter style, like New York energy where it's like he was so angry at him. And then he's just like, you know what? Let's just hug it out. Let's just hug it. Come here. Come here. Come here. Like, let's just we'll okay. bury. And I think he said bury the hat. And I was like, I think it's hatchet, Peter. <laughs> Greg can't wait to talk about this episode. He's like, don't bring it up. But he said, bury the hat and let's be bygones. <laughs> <laughs> like in one sentence. Let's bury the hat and be bygones. <laughs> Listen, I know Peter had some inappropriate behavior, but I, after watching the men tell all, and I was like, you know, we saw him first episode and we're like, we like Peter. And then I was like, I regret my decision. After watching The Men Tell All, I'm going back and I'm saying I love Peter and he is reality TV gold. I know. He, that's what Grace said. He's like, it's trashy reality TV. Yes. Like the, 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 you know, the stupidest, scummiest reality TV. He's perfect for it. He's like very much like MTV. He, totally. Like he, that man yeah, totally. would, he would crush it on Jersey Shore. He would crush it as like, a character of a boyfriend showing up on the real world. Yeah, that, the like, real world, 100%. That's all I can think of. Right? He'd be perfect for that. He is gold. Yeah. Gold. Yeah, it's going to be good for the beach. He's going to be fantastic on the beach. As long as he doesn't actually try to fight anyone. Like, uh, what's true. his face? I feel like, yeah. Jordan. Oh my God, what a nightmare. <laughs> but I was just, I was just dying by just the back and forth of these guys when when Will is just like, well, tell your sister to stay out of my DMs. And that was just crossing the line for Peter. That was like when it was all over. It's like between the sister and Will potentially being the reason that he's getting bad pizza reviews. And what's so funny about the DM thing is like, obviously his sister was just talking shit. But he makes it sound like he was in his DMs trying to like get with him or something. I'm like, Ridiculous. I, I sure hope that the sister posts the DMs and that they go viral and it's literally her just like telling him off. And he's of just course like, it is. Also, too, that on the flip side, when Peter was like, I know that Will sent out him and like all of his cronies to write bad reviews on Yelp for my pizza business. He's like, let me tell you why I know because the night that the episode aired, that's when all the bad pizza reviews started. No, 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 no. He actually or, did say the night that he posted about posted. my pizzeria, okay. which I do. I did. I was like, if you are posting the man's business on your Instagram, no, that's shitty. That is shitty. It's shitty. But I'm saying. The fact that he but thought he, that he was, that it was he and his that friends it was were Will. personally and I was like, writing You do them. know how Instagram yeah, works, exactly. probably. Like, probably people on Instagram were like, yeah, we're team Will. And then they wrote bad pizza reviews. Yeah, I know. He's like, I knew it was Will and his friends. I'm and like, they no, could, it's just <laughs> viewers. And they could tell by the way it was written. They're like, wow, that sounds sus. Like, they know you from the show. And it's just like, yeah. That was weird to me <laughs> how they had Tasha and Caitlin read them out. 
I was crying laughing when Taisha was reading the reviews over them yelling at each other. She's like, pizza is disgusting. It was legend. It was just like... Well, but and then also I felt like they were... That Taisha and Caitlin were in trying to infer that it had nothing to do with Will posting. I'm like, these are all audience members. These are clearly all audience <laughs> members. Or I mean, you know, viewers, yeah, viewers of the show. The whole thing was strange. There was a lot of moments like that in last night's episode where we're like, what's happening right now? Um... <laughs> also, I feel like they were some 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 of what it was. I almost feel like Tasha and Caitlin were like prompted to do certain things that they didn't fully understand why they were doing them. Understandable, you know, because it's just like, oh, I'm supposed to act like I'm shocked by a streaker. Like I'm a I'm confused by the order. Someone's coming out <laughs> and serving someone. There's a streaker. I have to read pizza reviews. I have to talk about my breakup. <laughs> I got to my. Can you explain to me the order of this and what the, how it's going to be looped together? Well, and I guarantee that like a seasoned host like Chris Harrison, I'm sure he would just be like, eh, and would throw something out and just be like, I'm not going to talk about that. That doesn't make any sense right now. You know, because you, you've been doing it for years yeah, and years. And you're, you're like, I'm going to take some creative liberties Well, here. yeah, and you're also like, they're going to give me a little slap on the wrist and then I move forward. Yeah. And Taisha and Caitlin, it's like, this is fresh. This is like, hey, like, you know, there's expectations because they're new hosts. And yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Also, when the down side of the two of them too is if one person kind of goes off script then the other person is like what's it's, yeah happening it's, imp- it's chaotic uh-huh, uh-huh. but, but uh, yeah I, I mean it was just otherwise it, i mean they did a good job they did oh they did a fantastic job especially i was i was obsessed that they let them go at it with each other uh-huh they like they didn't shut it down right away i feel like chris harrison was always just like okay 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 and like i'm like chris let it continue <laughs> So and he's Caitlin, trying to keep the show on the schedule. Yeah. He's and like, Tasha and Caitlin were just like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I love this. <laughs> um, oh, man. But like when then. Also, too, the fact that Will was like, yeah, I've eaten his pizza before. And it was like that was frustrating for Peter because it's like. Peter's like, bro, that was from the hotel. And you know that that cracked me up. It was killing me. And he's like, well, it was in the same box. And he's like. Hey, you didn't ship my pizza out from across the country. That was the hotel pizza. So honestly, now what you're doing is you're slamming. You're slandering. You're slandering the Renaissance mm. in Indian Wells. And that's rude because now people aren't going to want to eat the pizza there. I did. Yeah. The, the Yelp <laughs> things shock. Not shockingly. I was like pissed. I was like, dude, if someone, if a bunch of oh. people start bombarding your business with one star reviews, that could seriously affect your business. Someone looks it up and then they're like, oh, three and a half stars. I'm not going there. <gasps> I completely agree with you. I'm going to give him a five star review. <laughs> Browns, let's do it all right now. What's it called? The Renaissance? No, no, no. The Renaissance Indian Wells is where the actual pizza oh, was from. What's this pizza place? I think it's called like Peter's Pizza. Oh, original. Anyway, I but think. yeah. Um, but no, if I was, I would be so furious. Like that's your livelihood. Yes. And I get that you're on a show. And then if you're acting like a bunch of nonsense that there's going to be drama. But like at the same time. That's to me crossing a line, which is then why I understood why Peter all of a sudden was like, well, here you go. And a bald mustachioed man came out and served Will. Now, I will tell you that I that was. Oh, my God. I do believe, though, that Will did not know that that was going to happen because Will. No, he did not at all. Will looked like he got like pale, (laughs) like he was like and then he threw it to kind of like stick it to him but like when the guy was serving him <laughs> will's face he's like what's up man 
Like he was he was nervous. He was like, why is this man approaching me so swiftly? Oh, my God. And I'm like, I am living for this Jerry Springer, Maury energy <laughs> like this. Like some... I like having the other person in like having a random person involved, too. Yeah. I like that. I'm like, is this guy a bouncer from the back? And it's just like, no, he's about to serve your That's ass. hilarious because I do always hate like and it happened a couple times on this episode, too, even with guys I liked. I hate when the dudes go and like square up with someone. On stage. I'm like, what are you guys gonna are you are you trying to get someone to fucking punch you on I the live, on mental? I live for it. I think it's so embarrassing. That's just that macho bullshit of like, oh what? You wanna get what again? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, sit the fuck down. You look like a fool. It to me just I would say just depends on the situation. I'm whether just, I celebrate uh, it or not. I think just sit there and be like and talk to someone. You don't have to get up all because because and then and then inevitably another one of the guys goes, oh, sit down, sit down. And yeah. then nothing happens. I'm like, just idiots look like junior hires. <laughs> Pisses me off. OK, Ryan, though, and his notebook. OK, yes. Ryan and the notebook. Oh, one last thing. Defamation of character after that was that was served <laughs> and will will through it. And Peter looked at him and he did Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He said, he said, rest in pizza. Did he do something else like that? He said, he he did a couple like rest references in with pizza with the sign of the cross is so that is so if he does not make merch for his pizza shop like that immediately, yes. it's just it's a lost opportunity. No, Casey was saying that the reason that all the guys couldn't stand Peter 24 hours in and everyone agreed with Will is he they, he said that every time Peter walked into a door, even if it was just the guys alone with no cameras, he would go, ba 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 bonjourno. And they're like, he was had a hype for it. So he said 24 hours in, and I heard Casey on an interview too say like 24 hours in, all the guys hated him because he was so obnoxious 24-7 that they were just like, please shut up. Stop talking. And that's why they couldn't stand him. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Rest in pizza. <laughs> Ryan in his notebook, uh -huh. though, to this day, I'm like, can we shut up about the fucking... What, what? I, I do not like these moments on The Bachelor where we're trying to pretend like it's not about screen time or not about like trying to get a competitive edge mm -hmm. on getting to know the lead. It's like, when are we going to have a conversation where we're like, we're all here for screen time and maybe we meet someone that we think, mm -hmm. we'll, like, that we find attractive. Like, I can't wait. We all signed up for a TV show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you know how many, I'm not saying this to you because obviously you know, I'm saying this to the audience. Yeah. I'm like, do you know how many auditions you have to go through? You're like, yes, I do. But the amount of time that has to be spent Bro, you have to fill out an application in the first place, you know? It's like, the it's fact that you took those steps. But then it's like, okay, then provide all these photos of you. And it takes forever, right? So provide all these photos of yourself, video footage. You got to do interviews. You, got, I mean, it takes forever. Granted, if you do get scouted, it's, uh, I feel like it's fairly simple. You don't have to go out of your way. I mean, you do have to send in photos. You do have to fill out like a little packet. But and, and, you know, get a, get on a Skype call or two. So for those guys, I kind of am like, OK, you know, when like, someone says that I didn't apply and I was scouted, that's the only time I'm a little bit like, OK, 
which is I remember it was a Zach situation. Apparently, Michelle was scouted as well. I remember Wills was uh, from mm-hmm. several seasons back. He was scouted too. I remember he, literally he said someone stopped him on the street in downtown LA when he was on his lunch break. I, I mean, was like, that, do you want to be on? That's like, going to make you feel so good. And you're just, just like, like sure, sure. Why the hell not? Yeah, why not? Come on. Come on. Come on. But like everybody else, the mass majority yeah. of people aren't scouted, right? Like most yeah. people audition. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, we're, you want to be on a TV show. Okay. I wish that conversation had happened during Bachelor in Paradise. And I, I wish someone would have said like, well, let's not pretend like all of us aren't trying to get followers too. I mean, why the hell are we all here? You know who would have had that conversation? Who? If he was on the on the beach, like he was thinking he was going to be, it was Blake. You know Blake H. would have had that conversation. He would have been like, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys. (laughs) By the way, at the... (laughs) By the way, at the um, San Diego party, Blake's co-host for his podcast was there, and Uh him and I talked for quite some time. Oh, really? Just the loveliest stories about Blake. Everyone, nobody can, everyone just absolutely Yeah, I love the guy. guy. He's, he's, just, he's just a joy. He's the best. He's, <laughs> he's the just best. a treat. Ryan, though, that was hilarious. When, okay, but that, 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 I do know that he was on The Bachelor Live show, and I like that people called that out. And were Casey, like, but, Casey, Casey having this moment. Casey, the wings. But then people being like, The Bachelor is your life. I'm like, all right, let's not, they like, you live and breathe The Bachelor. I'm like, okay, guys, let's not get it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's, let's slow down here, Okay. I was just, though, one of my favorite things about this men tell all is the use of the teleprompter or the screen. They're pulling up the pizza reviews. Then they're like, Ryan's like, no, I didn't say that. And Tasha and Caitlin are like, oh, roll the clip. And they have the exact verbiage above. Typed out. Incredible. Such a good use of the space. You know what I mean? I, when, when they did the quote and they said, most teachers feel like te- teaching is like who they are rather than just a job. They take it super personally. <laughs> so make it seem like you are super interested in that. And then Casey in the background, and I'm going to jack this quote up, but Casey in the background says something like, I'm concerned with why these people don't think you're capable of knowing how to act. <laughs> and that's the best thing. It was like, how stupid do your friends think you are? Even if you didn't, if if any of these notes, it's let's like, just say none of the notes are from you. Right? It's like, isn't it common sense to act interested in what this woman does? <laughs> All the notes were so just like, listen when she's talking. Make eye contact consistently. It's like, oh my Lord. And I, so when he said that I was crying, laughing, just like, I'm concerned that your friends don't think you know how to act. And honestly, that's telling because if your friends think you are that incapable of human interaction, there's a problem. My God. So funny. But other than that, I was like, all right, guys, enough with the notebook, enough with the notebook. He is, was just, he was just a nervous he was just a nervous little bee. Like he, <laughs> he just did not get enough screen. Like he was not on the show long enough to really settle into the comfortability of being on yeah. camera. And you could tell that yeah. it was like, oh, this night oneer is gonna now get his moment, like his hot seat moment, yeah. basically. And he's not ready. And also, he's full of lies, so he's just dripping oh, yeah. he sweat. Just so nervous, does not handle it. On the other hand, who wasn't nervous was Chris, who I do want to talk about before we talk about Martin. Let's talk but about Chris. first. We got to take a quick break. Yes, let's take a quick break. Okay, broads, the holidays are joyful and fun and magical, but. 
They can also be stressful and tense and, well, just a a lot, to be honest. Uh, In order to make it through the holidays in one piece, I have to move my body Mm. for me. Even if it's just for a few minutes, it helps me feel ready to get through whatever the day has in store, even if that's... I don't know, sitting in L.A. traffic for two hours to go see my family. Well, Peloton makes it easy to prioritize yourself this holiday Mm -hmm. season. Really, if you have only 15 minutes to spare during your little one's nap time or 30 minutes before work in the morning, they even have some quick arm routines that are like 10 minutes. Love them. It's plenty of time to get your body moving with Peloton. I've tried other at-home workouts, but Peloton's just different. The instructors are super engaging and almost feels like you're right there in the room with them. It's especially helpful for days when my motivation is lacking. They make the classes interesting. Mm-hmm. The, the instructors are really top-notch. So you can't get them anywhere else. You can even work out with coworkers or friends and engage with them during live classes. And the Peloton library is so big, you'll never have to do the same workout twice. Seriously, there is so much variety. Even if you don't have the actual Peloton bike, highly recommend their app for all sorts of workout classes. Yes. I mean, I always thought of Peloton as mostly a cycling class, but oh my God, it's so much more than that. On the platform, you can do everything from bar to yoga, meditation to strength and cardio. And sometimes the most challenging part of the workout is just deciding which class to take. And that's not a problem. We love variety. Um, But regardless of how much time I have or what kind of workout I'm feeling that day, Peloton always has something great for me to try. Also highly recommend their audio guided runs. Talked about it before, but love it. You can put in your earbuds and run with someone in your ear telling you what to do. I love it. Visit onepeloton.com to learn more. Try Peloton classes for free for the rest of the year. Uh, New members only. Visit one peloton.com slash app to learn more terms apply peloton when your workout is a joy it's a joy to work out uh so my off days during november through january always look the same uh, as they should and that's me and my family getting bundled up in our favorite loungewear from me undies putting on a christmas movie and that's really it Nothing helps us get cozy and enjoy the downtime quite like a pair of brand new PJs from Me Undies. They are hands down the most comfortable thing I own. Me oh undies, my lord. So freaking comfortable. So comfortable. Love it. Get your festive on with the new Me Undies holiday collections. They've got classic plaids you know and love, sweater inspired prints that quickly become favorites. They're undies, loungewear, sleepwear, all made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones mm. and chatting about life over a cup of hot cocoa. Get the family photo you've always dreamed of with matching PJ sets or make every day a spa day with new plush robes and plush slippers. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year more comfortably than before. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, MeUndies has a little something for everyone on your list. Really, though, MeUndies made my holiday shopping a whole lot easier this year. I recently have become obsessed with their robe and slipper uh, combo. It is so comfortable, so lush. Um, if you come over, there's a 100% chance that I have one on. Um, so I just grabbed a bunch of them for my family members because who doesn't love a good robe and slipper I know. combo? I never mind getting those no, gifts. No, that's always an amazing gift. And MeUndies is a thousand times cozier than everything else. So MeUndies. Boom. And they have a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. Mm-mm. To get 15% off your first order, <laughs> free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash chatty. That's meundies.com slash chatty. 15% off, free shipping. Um, So, Chris. Oh, my God. Okay, I just have to skip to this real quick. 
what killed me about everything was when Michelle eventually addressed Chris and she had the most loving moment out of any of the guys with Chris. He gave a little apology to her and she's like, Chris, love you. Like you had a great time with you. All right. All right. I you could tell (laughs) what really went down behind the scenes, mostly by the way Michelle came out and addressed each man individually. That's what I'm saying. And with Chris, I died when she was just like, Chris, love you. Yeah, it was so funny because it was like, (laughs) Jamie, that was rough. Martin, that was rough. And then she got to Chris and she's like, hey, sweetie pie. Hey, bud. How's it going? (laughs) Wish you the best, you know? And he's like, yeah. All right. Oh, my God. But but even but, but the then, shit that went with, with him and other people, I was like, oh, my God. Did we miss? But I don't remember. Was that on camera when he said Olu had a low IQ? Bro, it must have not been because there's no way I feel like we would have missed that. Right? Olu was when Olu was just like, don't you ever. And Olu, Olu, who is just like. Just so Olu, just yeah, yeah. steady always, yeah, yeah. just has the most calming presence. Yeah. It was like they got to Chris and his smirk. And he just turned around and it was just like, if you ever fucking say I have a low <laughs> IQ again, you're looking at black excellence right here. And then Olu went on. I and- love when it was cutting to the audience. And you- this and lady just like, like, oh, yes. yes. There's this lady standing like, yes. And, and then Olu went on Instagram <laughs> and post like a, like a hard post with a video of like, all of this man's degrees, like his master's degree oh, yeah. and like all of this, his test scores and all this. And I was just like, Olu, I live for an I live for an Olu moment where he comes after the fact and is posting on Instagram and the love follow it. up. Love we it. love it. We Loved love it. it until he went to go square up with Chris. And I I mean, I was all about it. I was just like, <laughs> I'm just like, you looked better when you just sat there and told him off. <sighs> but it was I, just like, I it was just like. Them. I was just alive for it because Chris's energy, the fact that he that Chris, the fact that Chris said that and then had the audacity to just sit in his seat with that smug look on his face and never say like I'm sorry or even just yeah. acknowledge and then Olu what Olu was upset about is that Chris wouldn't look at him. Chris was doing this. And that's why Olu got up. It's like look in my fucking face. Chris's energy, and that's the thing. Like, I know the Michelle moment was funny, but like, Chris had that energy, and he did the same thing with Nate, where he's like, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, he's just being a little prick. And you're like, you fucking prick. And then Rick, Rick made that comment about how he rooms. Oh my God. <laughs> I had this written down. The, 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 and isn't that when, when, when Peter was. It, then got in between. Isn't that when they had the Peter moment too? Or was that another moment? The Peter moment. Okay, there's a moment where. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, not. Yes, 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 yes. No, Rick. <laughs> yes, I think Rick was addressing Chris yes. and said some shit. And Peter was like, well, that's hearsay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Rick's just like, no one fucking cares what your opinion is anyway. And just shut it down that so w- quick. That was one of the moments when I was doing a Rick <laughs> cheer. Because, you know, normally Rick is just like low key. And I was like, you, you tell Rick. But no, Rick said that he was like, I don't, I roomed with Chris and I do not believe he was here for the right reasons. He's like, he said in our room once that better looking women than Michelle have blanked his blank. Sucked his dick. That's what I thought. Our King Casey came through with the Instagram commentary and we heard the beeps and he goes, he said, lick his balls. (laughs) (laughs) No fucking way. He said, lick his balls. No fucking way. Yes. 
dude. The fact too that Rick and then that's when Peter goes, "Well, that's hearsay, you know, or whatever he said, she said." It's like the fact that Rick deadpan looked said, at Tasha, my balls, looked at Tasha and Kaylin, were like, "Well, I heard him say that better looking women have licked his balls." Like no, like hesitation to say that in an audience <laughs> was killing me. Oh my god! But no, <laughs> just, and then Casey with the IG commentary, he said licked his balls. <laughs> That's what he said. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Ew, dude. Ugh. He was, yeah, C- Chris. I feel like the Michelle Chris moment was a little bit again. <laughs> it was the, it was exactly what you said. It was the teacher student. Like all the other guys are like, Chris is a prick. Well, and also like what an immature thing to say. Better lo- looking women have licked my balls. I mean, what? Are you 12? It's like so embarrassing. Also the fact that he's like, no, I'm not even going to look at you, Olu. I'm yeah. not going to apologize, and I won't even look at you in the face. And all the guys are like, this guy is the worst, and he's so obnoxious. But then Michelle came out, and it's like the student-teacher relationship, where she's like, hey, Chris, well, and, and then he's doing? like, Michelle, I'm so sorry for causing, you know, whatever, and uh-huh. I just wish you all the best. She's like, wish you the best. And he brought an apple. <laughs> he's like, here you go. She's like, how are your parents doing? Tell them I say Hi. <laughs> Do you like your new teacher? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he's just a little shithead. He's just a shithead, man. Uh, um, uh, all right, but then, okay, 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 okay. So we skipped over Martin, though, because I think the order was then after that, then it was Jamie. So let's talk about Martin, and then let's talk about, how about this? How about we talk about Martin, then we talk about the Sweetie Pies real quick, and then we talk about Jamie. Sounds good. No, wait, Sweetie Pies, then Tasha. then let's let's round it out with Jamie, because there, okay. there was a lot of time spent on Jamie. There was a lot of time spent on Jamie. There should have sure. been more fucking time spent on Martin. Ixnay the Jamie hot seat and add Martin in, please. Because please Jamie, you. you know, he wasn't, he, Martin would have given us so much more. Jamie was just doing his stupid love and light, love and dancing light, brown the bullshit, love and light you know, ref- whatever. It's boring. Ref- um, uh, just deflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just taking love and light and going yeah. to every like real yeah. comment that was being said. Yeah, we, we all make mistakes. You know what? Yeah, stupid. it was, I, I didn't. To it's be, a waste of time. To be frank, I didn't even gather really any point he was trying to make. No. And I'm like, he, I have no, nothing to say. He wasn't saying anything. He was just, yeah, def- yeah he was just avoiding in any way he could, just yes. directly saying, I'm so, until the very end. I mean, we basically just summarized it. He yeah. deflected until the very end and then finally was like, I was in the wrong. Finally. Yeah. Once Michelle was like, I don't want to hear anything from you anymore. And then that was and that was the moment that killed me, though, because Michelle was literally like I, I was finally like, I don't want to hear anything from you anymore. We're done. And then, of course, that's when Jamie was like, I do have to say the last word, though. And even though it's an apology, I was wrong. It, and see, she was just like, okay, see, even that, I then like, I was like, OK, apology. so he apologized. But then that rubbed me the wrong way where I was like, Michelle just said to you, I'm done. And this conversation is over. And then you're going, but I have one more thing to say. I'm just like, OK. Right. And then he finally says the thing that everyone's been trying to get him to say for 45 fucking minutes. Yes. That was crazy to me. I mean, probably it was more like, like three hours. Yeah, knowing three, how long true. Seen her I know. I'm like, this is edited. <laughs> My God. I did love when PJ had his moment, though, where he was like, dude, we were talking and you could have just said it. And then he's like, well, no one asked if it was me. And he was and he was just like, dude, come on. Mm. You know, everyone was just like, come on. PJ, he's like, PJ is like, you hurt me. Like, I trusted you. I was like, PJ. you're a cool guy. Like, how dare you hurt PJ? I'm like, if you ever hurt PJ again, Jamie, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I will give you another three hours of my mind. 
<laughs> an open letter will be written. I mean, but honestly, though, since we're just on the topic yeah, of Jamie, keep talking is there, Jamie. It, well, what, what else is there to say? Like you said, he didn't say anything. I mean, he literally, like I said, he came out. Well, what we do know, I will say, is when we were initially recapping, we were like, maybe the spring break moment oh. was editing. No. And it wasn't. He no. said that. And his the context he felt like everyone needed to know was that he walked was after in he, he, on some guy having an intimate moment. I'm like, well, that just makes it worse, honest yes. to God. <laughs> so she was making out with someone, and then so I decided to say that she was in spring she was, break. She was mode. going on, yeah, spring break mode. It was like, Ew, what is so gross, so gross. The Martin, move. but it was like again in the words of Casey. We come back to the king. He was saying that like the big issue that they had is that every time that they confronted him, they just wanted to get a straight answer, which is what the audience felt like too. And Casey's like, my big issue is one second you're in the corner calling us magical beings and creatures and telling us we're like full of beauty and passion. And then you're off camera saying that like no one's in your league and like we're worthless basically. And that's why we're all pained. So then we saw Romeo, we saw PJ, we saw a lot of guys being like, I really liked you yeah. and I looked up to you. So there yeah. must have been this essence of Jamie in the house, which obviously Michelle was really into Jamie. There must have been something about him where people were like really felt drawn to him and looked up to him. And then it was painful for them to hear. Yeah, I think that's why I consistently like can't stand him and also feel bad for him at the same time. Because you see that like he wants to be this person that he has not evolved into yet, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure given uh, like some time and therapy and s- s- real deep soul searching and dealing with stuff, I feel like he could be a really great person that yeah. can inspire and lead others. And I think that's what other people are picking up on. And it's sad to me that he's not, you know, living up to that full potential and instead is selling, is cutting himself short by not being able to just be fully honest and own up to, totally. to his faults. Now, the wild part was to me, that was the part that shook me to the core, was when Rodney was like, hey, but remember when we were all sitting there after Michelle came out and said everything to us and we were all sitting in the group and you, Jamie, said, remember, this is all out on TV, so someone needs to fess up because we're all going to find out sooner or later. Dude. That's where I'm like. And you're just deliberately being deceitful. A level of like blatant deception where yeah. it's like some like trying to pressure somebody. Because you know Jamie was probably having this moment where he's like, maybe someone else hinted at something and they'll fess up. And then like the heat will get taken off of me. And then like PJ was saying too, obviously then we didn't think it was you. Right. Because right, you yeah, said yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's conscious. Like and then you said, Jamie deception. was like, well, but I didn't exactly say that. And PJ was like, lying by omission, Jamie. Yeah. Like, you were lying. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it just was like a painful hot seat. Because right? he just wouldn't say I know. anything. I know. And I'm sure if he had gone up there and had just been like, I'm really sorry. I feel like I deceived you guys. I was saying things where I should have just held my tongue, you know, like, I'm so sorry. It's, and that's just like, oh, it's so simple, man. It's so simple to just own up and just be like, I shouldn't have done that. And it would have cleared, totally cleared the air. And then when he talked to Michelle, so then when Michelle came out, which by the way, Michelle killed it. She was just like, she came out and it was per usual, but I was just like, but I was, I assumed she'd be great, but in a live 
situation she's good under pressure we've I'd be seen shaking like a leaf and she came out and she told all those guys it was like with Jamie it was like no absolutely not and the fact that when honestly yeah love Tasha and and Caitlin but she would be a way better host than both she, of them combined she would crush she'd be fantastic she'd be a really good I feel host. like she could ask the like the right questions too like really good questions we've seen throughout the entire season and through this she stays cool under pressure she thinks on her feet mm-hmm. quick in the moment she can diffuse situations she can get to the root of things well someone said I'm trying to now remember who it was oh Rick said he said, Michelle listens to understand, not to respond. Uh, it gave me chills all over my body. I'm like, that's a beautiful way to put it. And that's so true. Uh-huh. Like When she listens, you can tell on camera that like she's wanting to understand you. It's not just to come back with a response. Could learn more from Michelle. Same. Thinking just about my family. Um, <laughs> but, but when Michelle had her moment with Jamie... Jamie right away it was like well what did you see about you know Michelle or whatever and he did the typical Jamie thing where like he complimented her but somehow made it about himself he's like you helped with coaching like you I could see how you like have this natural ability like you're like me and like you know and and it and it made my coaching better and it brought it out like but it was still somehow about how he's a great guy and Michelle like complimented that just like a fucking weird thing to like coaching shut up bro what the hell are you talking about shut up and then she came back with the best slam ever where she was like it's not really acting like a coach when you're talking about that guys are below you and that I'm on spring break mode so I'm not sure what your coaching methods are but like you might want to you might want to change them but I mean yeah she just she handled it fantastically and let's remember she's seen all of his comments at this point on instagram which is what she was holding to where she's like you you didn't watch it and reflect like Mm -hmm. i thought you would yeah like you saw it and then you made all your statements on instagram that was basically again deflecting 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 it's like that's the problem yeah yeah but anywho um enough of jamie let's talk about um you want to take a break talking about villains and we'll talk about, we'll talk about the sweeties yeah, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about Tasha and then we'll round it out with Martin. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> um, the sweetie. I mean, you know, boring. <laughs> boring. Rodney, you know, being like, I adore you. And you know, you always said you'd be my biggest fan, whatever. Yeah. Cute. I'm sure. The people love Rodney. The people they do. really love Rodney and the Rodney, real underdog, the, the actual real underdog. Um, but yeah, he he just had. I mean, he had a great conversation uh, with Caitlin, not with Tasha. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that. Um, but mm-hmm. and then he was he was lovely to to Michelle again. Like he handled everything so well. When they were like, "Are you still in love with her?" He was like, "I want what's best for her." He had some great PR answers. <laughs> I gotta be real. I was like, "You guys should have chosen this man as your bachelor because the man can, you know, he knows how to answer the question." You know, it, it sounded to me when I was listening like maybe Rodney's been chatting it up with a couple people, and maybe you know he's happy that Michelle's good, but like he's moved on. It's been months, right? It's been months. But he did. What I loved about him is he didn't do the whole like I'm still just devastated. Oh, I can't. I can. I don't like when people do that. Me either. Because it's like we know that you're like, yes, maybe it was a it was painful and there's still maybe some memories. But you've also been done for months and you know that 
You've been chatting with people in the DMs, going out for drinks, doing your thing. I love that Rodney was like watching it. He was like, yeah, that's, it's bittersweet. And then he was like, we'll always be on each other's team. On to the next. Before, <laughs> on the next. And I was like, we love it, Rodney. And Rick was pretty uh, forgettable. Rick was, seemed more sad than Rodney, but Rick just always seems more he sad always than Rodney. Sad. He you looked know? sad the moment he came on, you know, yeah. in his plate. Now, I will say. Um, God, I still don't like that entrance at all. I know. It made me very uncomfy. I still don't like it. Well, both Rodney and Rick had a surprise for each one of them. Rick, they rolled out that platter and there was his head as a cake, which was truly horrifying. Don't like that. Becca, then- let me tell you that when the moment when he took that lid off <laughs> and they were like, take a bite. And it was a cake that looked like his head. And Rick took a bite from the brain of the cake I had this weird meta experience where I was like, am I living in an alternate universe? Like I had a very like weird, like hunger games moment, very existential. Like I was like, what am I doing with my life? What am I watching? What are, cause he's taking a bite out of his head cake and people are chanting his name in the background. And I was like, life is weird. (laughs) What kind of like horror movie is this? I'm like, what weird time have we entered into? You know? And then, um, Rodney had a streaker. Like (laughs) the streaker who, (laughs) you know what I love about it is that they clearly like (laughs) hired guy that was like, looks like streaker. Like the guy that would never be in a bachelor audience with like, kind of like the dirty long hair and the mustache like stoner vibes and they're like we need a guy that looks like he could be a streaker yeah you see this on casting.net whatever and the way he like just did they had didn't have him mic'd to try to make it seem i don't know like, authentic guys, i'm like why i'm like if you guys are gonna do this just lean into it yeah, and, and wh- make it a thing they're really reaching at this point i mean it was already a lot with connor making out with the audience member last season or whatever god, I forgot about like now that. they're just really reaching oh my god and then the way that he was like yelling rodney's name and like ripping his clothes off awkwardly and then the the pinnacle was he jumped down and was like doing like a scooch in front of the audience and jumping up and down so that his dick was bouncing in the face of the front row and the way he was moving. <laughs> How much do you think they paid this man? Probably like 150 bucks or something. So sad. The way, the way that he was moving <laughs> was insane. It wasn't like you disrobe and then you streak through the audience as quickly as you can so that security doesn't get you. He got down to the front row and was like doing this like windmill like jumping thing with his dick for the poor group of people in the front row. Honestly, Becca <laughs> Kay might have been in that front row still <laughs> and they subjected her to that. waivers these people must have signed oh my god do you consent to being sexually harassed in the audience yes sir i want to go see five hours of grown men arguing and getting a dick whipped around in my face what the hell (laughs) i let you leave to go to the bathroom except on designated breaks like what a nightmare dude and just like all i could think about after he was getting so close to the audience members' faces with his dick just bouncing, was like 
this actor, do they tell him how he needs to like take care? Like, hey, make sure like, you know, everything's like good to go. Like, cl- like cleanly down there. Like if you're going to be that close to the audience, like Ew. I'm just feeling horrified in all aspects of it. Or, or was it a Kenny situation Kenny. where he was had a speedo on? I, I think literally so that it's not sexual harassment to the audience. He has to have. I, I don't think he can be naked. That's he not has even to like have a speedo on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still bouncing it in people's faces. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I wouldn't be pleased if I was there. <laughs> I'd be like, this is not what I waited hours in life. I don't know. They have like, truly I don't even reached know. new lows. They have truly reached like, new lows. I don't even know who this guy is. It's one thing if you're going to take one of the guys from the show and we're all like laughing and like enjoying it, but this random dude. Was that before or after Taisha wa- oh, walked off crying? Oh my God, the streaker was after. Dude, it's, that was the thing too. I think the. Okay. Okay. Was the head cake before or after? That before. was the thing. Okay, it was before. That was the thing with the Taisha moment. It was so heavy. And it was like sandwiched in between like madness. And it was like, can we not Bizarre. have like a moment where like where we chill because what she just said was really heavy and what happened was really heavy. I think that was fucked up to make her talk about it. Okay, here's my thing. I felt two ways, right? If they were like pushing her to talk about it, then I'd be like, that was fucked up because clearly she was struggling through it and she walked off. It was so Mm -hmm. painful. Like, but I also feel like there's, I feel like there's also a part of it that it's like, maybe she wanted to talk Mm -hmm. about it and be like, I don't want to clear the air on a public. Yeah. I don't want to post about this on Instagram. You fuckers did not give me an after the final rose where Zach and I could even talk about who we are as a couple now. My God, I forgot about that. Which is wild. So they didn't even have that moment. So it's like, maybe she was like, I want this opportunity so I don't have to go on Instagram do this whole thing yeah. so that I can do this on where it's edited and like there's like more of an environment in this world. A more controlled environment. More controlled environment. And then I can just go back on Instagram yeah. and just try to keep living my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. You know? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But if they pushed her, then I think it's fucked up. Might be a combination of both. Yeah. Also, that's, you know, again, it's like it's kind of it's messed up to push her. But then I think about it. I'm like, well, she's consenting to be the host of this show. And it's she knows the way it goes. Yeah. Now, what was upsetting to me was the amount of memes and comments on Instagram, et cetera, giving her a hard time for talking about it, like. Being like, okay, Tasha, I don't think right now is the time for you to be talking about your breakup. And I'm like, also, this is TV. What are you talking about? I'm like, first of all, she was a bachelorette. And she's now hosting the show. This is actually the exact time. It would also be weird for her to sort of, I guess it would kind of be weird for her not to address it if she's. Yeah. Or like, I, I, it's just like, why, why is that something that like is bothersome? I don't know. She was one of your more recent bachelorettes who had a success story and now she's saying we broke up and also it being like it not and then addressing it in a way that it wasn't like um i don't know I, but you know you can't win with people if she didn't talk about true. it and people would be like oh what we're just gonna pretend like tasha and zach didn't break up people always want to pick something apart i just that not that us getting, we never want to pick we, we never pick anything not, not apart us. what do you mean the premise of the show no but i'm like i'm literally like 
I just couldn't even believe that was being picked apart, I guess. I'm like, what? What? Like, how are you irritated by this? Like, she's literally like, it's a, it's a five second moment. I don't know. Of that like w- her. And it was super brief. And it was so. It sucks was, that she had to like sucks. literally walk off. That was my nightmare. Yeah. Getting I, emotional in front of a live audience. That was the one thing that I did see people talking about that. I'm like, I get that where they were like, hey, editors, could you have not have just like scrapped the beginning of Rodney's and started over again when Tasha was ready and not have it been like, okay, Caitlin, keep going and do the interview with Rodney and we'll have this that's, m- moment of showing Tasha walk off and it being super dramatic. It's also super awkward for Caitlin too. Like as a co-host, you're just oh. like, uh, what do, what do I do? What do I do? She handled it really well. Even though they they, they did feed her a line that right after the <laughs> Tasha thing, you could see that they, this line was being fed to her, like that she had to read it, that it was something like, well, from one heartbreak to another to Rodney. And you could yeah, tell. Yeah, and you're like, you're, dude, I felt I felt for her because you could tell the way that she said it too, that it was like, oh She's God. like, this is in poor taste. Yeah, it was a little, it was literally like, I have to read this and whatever. But she handled the, when, when Tasha walked off, she just kept trucking and also, she handled the Rodney situation really well. Like comparing Tasha, what a terrible line. Like comparing Tasha and Zach's breakup to Rodney and Michelle's. It's like, oh God. I'm like, you mean this relationship Cringe. that's been going for like on for two years and they live together? And they're engaged. <laughs> Anywho, though, so sending Tasha well wishes. She was really like, and then the rest Distraught. of the episode, you could tell she was really having a hard time. And this, them filming that, that's fresh from the breakup. Uh, Yeah, I was. I actually wanted to look up right now when it was filmed. It's, I mean, it might have been maybe like days after, um, but she said what I thought she was going to, which is that she is single, but that she loved him very much and loves him very much and that they really tried their best. Mm. So it seems this was the moment that there could have been a conversation and maybe there'll be more of a conversation later on. But to everybody who's making all these theories about what's going on, like this was the moment where I feel like at least for now, Tasha's like respecting Tasha by being like what Tasha said is that they love each other and they tried their best. And that's where it ends. Yeah. There's no more need for trying to, you know, come up with some theories <laughs> about whatever. It's I like, know. It, it just seems it like is. it's a difficult breakup. All of that. It just sucks. It was, oh, it's, it was filmed. Ah. Uh, Okay, so that all makes sense. It was filmed two weeks ago, November 22nd, which was actually when the rep released the statement. I remember reading last night. Oh, because it couldn't get out that way. Because of the live audience, audience. they would have known. But so, which means it's like when... Okay, hold up, hold the. Okay, anyway, we can we can go on, but I was just gonna like. If that's the case, they probably had broken up like two days before. I was gonna say it must have been so fucking fresh because they They did the marathon together. Yes, on like the sixteenth. Yeah, on like November like sixteenth, and they were posting about each other and running together. Like that's like within the last two weeks tops. Probably within the work, within the week before. So this, this woman was having to discuss this. That's so fresh. 48 hours. That's so fresh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's. I would have been like, I'm tapping out of hosting. Like, sorry, everybody. I will not be in attendance just to even host in general. Like after a relation, like a breakup like that, you're crumpled on the floor, like crying for like. Probably a good distraction. Probably. It's also she's also contractually obligated to do it she looked beautiful she's like if i want to keep posting I gotta yeah, do this. that's true i liked the coordination between michelle and Tasha and 
fantastic uh, outfits. Fantastic. The crushed velvet, like the it. color, the palette Yellow, green, was very orange, nice. Very fall. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed very it. Very fall. <laughs> You're kind of channeling it right now with your. Thank you. I, I was literally like, ooh, kind of like Tasha. a Tasha's dress. Thank you. Thank you. I'm matching. Oh, yes. With, with your juice. my juice. <laughs> so finally, I guess Martin. Martin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. There's this, what what is there to say that hasn't already be said, been said? But I loved that the guys were just completely ragging on him. Martin is attacking him. Martin is the worst. Like, I mean, I, I have nothing. Like, I, Martin is the worst. Like, There's nothing that we haven't already really said. Except, can you believe oh. he took the opportunity to say, "Thank you for this because I found my soulmate." Can you believe? I was just, I was in disbelief. I was like, really? You were. I could. could and not Michelle's face it. was just like, you're welcome. Like, and then of course, Martin posts it right after the show airs a picture of him holding up his new girlfriend and is just oh, like, dude. this is what dreams are made of, or like something like, you don't find soulmates, soulmates, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I really feel bad for your girlfriend because the way in which you addressed <sighs> Michelle after all of this. Wait, he deleted it. He did? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no post. There must have, he must have gotten enough shit. <laughs> like, what? Someone oh. showed that he deleted it? Damn, I love that. That means it's getting dim. That kills me. Maybe it's still on. I saw it on Bachelor Nation Scoop. Um, let me check quick. Yes, here it is. It's him and his girlfriend, and it says, you don't look for your soulmate. Soulmates find each other, a reminder to those searching. And it's him in Runyon Canyon, near where oh, we so are. Oh, so on his story. Oh, is oh, Mark in the story. area? God. <laughs> he's on his story, okay. So he didn't even give her a hard post. No, of course not. That's way too much commitment for him. And probably, honestly, she doesn't want a hard post because she's probably not high maintenance. Because you know he would never be with someone high maintenance. <sighs> I mean, okay. So with the Martin stuff. Uh, and he, oh my gosh. And of course he reposted some thing from another a conversation with another bachelor uh, a bachelor account that had said like no explain needed I support you no one is perfect this franchise is toxic even if you made mistakes or whatever like blah 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 except that no yes the franchise is toxic but also bro you were having extremely toxic behavior that you didn't own up to no, that's the not problem. only did he not own, own up to it he doubled down in the way he spoke last night like and the thing the thing that's frightening about him is he doubled down without knowing like that's just who he is Not being and aware how of he it. speaks. Yes, yes. He's deep. Deep. When Romeo was just like, oh, man. I was fooled by you and I'm sad. And he's like, obviously I was into you. Like, look at my hair. That killed me. Like, you got matching hair. <laughs> Didn't Romeo. Romeo say something similar though too about Jamie? I'm like, bro, maybe you got to stop idolizing these dudes. I know, what I'm are like, you doing? I'm like, I'm like bro? Romeo, like we got to find some better guys. Because, <laughs> well, Martin and Jamie were good friends. So he probably was like, oh, hanging out with them. I'm like, we should be hanging out with other people. Um... <laughs> Well, then Will was like, I heard in the streets that you had a girlfriend. And then that was and that was the whole thing. Martin was like, I didn't have a girlfriend. But apparently the girl who he's dating now, who's his he soulmate, he was dating before. 
you know, I, I mean, for the love, it's just the most. I don't even really, I, I never even really care about that shit. But he was just like, what? And he kept saying, like, oh, well, that was taken out of context. You know, I wasn't talking. I'm like, no, it wasn't. What? No. How? It wasn't. How? Also, by the way, with the girlfriend thing, <laughs> when, he's, when they were like word around the street and he's like, no, 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 no. And Casey's just like, you told Peter and he has the loudest mouth in the house. So we all knew. <laughs> Bless. Dead. Um, but no, I mean, he then, when oh he God. was speaking with Michelle about it, he, after he does like the haphazard apology and then thanks her because he found his soulmate, <laughs> um, she like starts to, you know, talk about like why what he said was upsetting or whatever. And then he like, every time he would talk, he would like, he was, if anyone would start to say something, he would like be the way he was cutting them off beforehand was already obnoxious. But then when Michelle was talking and she was trying to explain something and he cuts her off and he goes, yeah, that's why I'm being a man and apologizing right now. And it was just like, no, stop it. It's so bad. Oh yeah. No, he needs serious help. He really needs help. And then that moment, Michelle wrapped up by saying that um, when they said, is there anyone you feel like you sent home too early? And she said, Olu. Uh. And I will say that Olu got sent home like fifth. So I, know. I thought that was interesting I'm like, too. would you replace one of the top four? Are you saying? <laughs> He's like, I was just like, I really, you're my friend, Rodney, but Olu, I wish I would have had longer. Oh my God. I, I told Grace and I, I always, I always, it always cracks me up when guys say this where Olu was like, you know, it took me through this journey like I've never opened up someone like that in the past. And I, every time a guy says that on the show, I think about the ex-girlfriend sitting at home being like, fuck you, we were together three years and it took you five weeks on this reality show to figure out how to open up to somebody. And Gray, oh. Gray and I were just dying. Gray was like, can you imagine if I went on the show and I was like, this really taught me how to like become emotionally vulnerable. Be like, and you're just... <laughs> Years of my life, I labored on you emotionally and tried to get you to open up. And it's fucking reality. Yeah. Is what that you? Oh, man. Oh, you've never loved like this before? You've known her for three weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, it's that's it so painful. I believe, though, the, sh the show is a... Um, you know, it's like a pressure cooker of of your emotions and feelings and all that. You will certainly learn a lot about yourself or you will become a worse person, as <laughs> happens with some people. But um, so I believe it. But my God, yeah, it just cracks me up when people say that. Well, I did want to wrap it up with one quick thing, mm. um, because I, I feel like it wasn't acknowledged enough. Um, so they had that random moment where they showed like sneak peeks of things that we hadn't seen on the season. And we saw that during the farm date, they had some sort of like demonic butter challenge with like that demonic <laughs> princess butter face <laughs> that was there. The, the girl was lovely. And I don't know if that was supposed to be a sculpture of her, but that demonic butterface did not look like her. That was scary. Um, and then they were supposed to, <laughs> they were supposed to make something for Michelle. How did Nate do that? I think I missed this. 
I was like, like I said, I was cutting back and forth between East Coast and Pacific time. I think okay. I missed this. Okay. I, I didn't see this. Okay. So let me break this down for you. They're in the they're in the barn. Yes. And they all are given hunks of butter. Uh-huh. Um, like hardened butter. Yes, yes, not yes, yes. soft. Right. Like hard, hard, right. hard. And they're like this big. They're yeah. huge squares. And they're given a certain amount of time to whittle it yeah. into something that means something to Michelle. Yeah. Now, every other guy, they were laughing about Olu's. About this. Every other guy, Olu's was literally, looked like he just hacked at it for a second. And then, but most all the guys just took this, this uh, thing and yeah. like drew like a heart into the hunk of butter yeah. because yeah, they only yeah, had yeah. a, they right, only had a certain right. amount of time. Yeah. Nate fashioned a ring an engagement ring where he was able to make a clear hole through and fashion a circle, a smooth circle out of butter. Oh, I found a photo of it. The other, I don't wow. understand. Wow, nicely done, my guy. And if you look at the other, <laughs> I mean, it's insane. If you, how do you make a hole like that? How do you make a circle? If that you cool. see, if you see the other hunks, yeah, it's a block that someone's like hack, like an ice pick hack at. Like there is nothing even remotely close to that. He Not must, even he must remotely. Have got his hands in there and was working it. I don't know. It seems impossible to me. Wow. I don't understand. Like a man of many talents, you know, a so, man of many talents. Many talents. And all I was saying was I was like, Justin, the the most recent artist of the seasons, needs to watch his back because <laughs> Nate's out here sculpting from butter engagement rings in like 15 minutes. Oh, man. After so a full funny. day of work on the farm already. They've already been sweating out there. And now Nate is just making love to this slab of butter yeah. and making art. Wow. It's beautiful. Wow. I'm sure I would like to see the process in which he made that hole. Thank you for acknowledging that artistry and so I could witness it. Well it just, done. It just made me like Nate more is all I'm saying. I just don't even know how he did it. And I would be bragging like nobody's business. And he didn't even like win that date. I don't think uh, it was like Joe. Uh, I'm like, how? I mean, Joe, Joe, Joe killed the farm date, but also look at what Nate created. And he didn't, that didn't air on the episode. Come on. Also, I just w quickly by going to look at it, I was looking at Joe and uh, Brandon and Nate's Instagrams and they're giving me nothing, you know, like no. I don't know. I... And they're all pretty quiet on Instagram too. all of them. We don't have an active top three. Right. No. Which falls in line with Michelle, who's not super active on social media either. Well, broads <sighs> cannot wait to talk fantasy suites next week. Oh my Very God, excited. Fantasy suites. In the meantime, tune in Thursday. Beck and I have a lot to catch up on, mm -hmm. and I will Can't tell my tales of San Diego with hear. the Bachelor alum and will embarrass myself. So, um, with that, chat soon. We'll chat soon. Mm -hmm.